are tuned in to New Stars with Neil Clark playing the up-and-coming artist first. Hear their stories before anyone else. Coming up on today's show. I gotta find my faith in humanity. Welcome to New Stars Show, where music is life. Today, 
I'm talking to a musician, an artist that created a band from other bands and created an album with positive energy, which was to become the Lockdown Diaries at the start of the COVID pandemic. You've just listened to Hard Drive. Please welcome Todd Tannhauser of AD2020. Welcome to the show, Todd. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for um, having me today, and I uh, look forward to chatting with you for the, uh, the remainder of the show. Thank you. Um, now, I normally play a selection of tracks from an album, but today, they're all in for a treat today, Todd, because I'm actually going to be playing your complete whole album on the show, which is absolutely awesome for me to have a complete album. Um, but it's certainly going to be a treat for the listeners, I think. Um, let's kick off with finding out more about you and your bands, because how the Lockdowns uh, Diaries um, album come about is quite a story in itself, isn't it, really? The band was created before lockdown, and yet the timing was impeccable. So tell us about... What made you want to create this band? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Mark McNelly, um, who's the lead singer on all the, all the tracks on the album, he and I have worked in uh, a few different projects here in the States for a number of years. And, um, I'm also, uh, good friends with Dan Reed from Dan Reed Network and Melvin Brannon. I've, I've known both of those gentlemen. Uh, Melvin, I've known for, probably 30 years or so. Um, Dan, I've known probably, you know, a good 10 years or so. I mean, I've seen him perform many times, but I would say we've been, you know, pretty good friends for about 10 years or so. So at the the beginning of, um, right at the onset of the pandemic, uh, Dan and I had a phone call about another project that we're working on, um, uh, a film. And um, that's uh, something that's in the works for later um, twenty. 23 probably till it's out but um we had a conversation about about this film and um i just knew that you know there was a lot of uh, my musician friends that were home off the road uh, they were beginning to feel the the beginning of the pandemic they weren't touring and things like that and i thought you know it's just a great time uh to maybe reach out to, to some people that i know and see if they're interested in working on a you know writing music with me and things like that so uh, it was interesting. Uh, Dan was on board, you know, pretty much on the onset. Um, of course, Mark was into doing it, and um, we then needed a guitar player. So I had met um, Ron Bumblefoot Thaw uh, probably a year prior, and um, he I kind of had him in my mind about playing guitar because he had just released uh, a couple of acoustic albums that I was listening to quite a bit at that point. Uh-huh. And I was really digging his musicianship and stuff. And um, Greg Smith was also on my radar. I've known Greg for a number of years. So yeah, it was just a, it was a thing. You know, the opportunity was there. I knew people were home, and uh, just started making phone calls to see if they were interested in uh, you know working with me to write the material and, and that sort of thing. So when you you got the band together, you didn't know COVID was going. Well, I suppose really you you knew of COVID had broken out at some point. Yeah. So it was it was interesting. I played my last live show that year. I played in March. And so we were starting to talk about all this. Like, it was starting to hit April, May of 2020 is when, you know, these, these conversations were taking place. So here in the States, you know, we were feeling it. We were, we were starting to, to enter that lockdown. And, um yeah, it was a it was a scary time. I mean, for a lot of people, and just on on a lot of levels and stuff. And and um, our thought was let's let's try and create an album that was going to be uplifting, um, that was just filled with good positive positive uh, messaging that we could get out. You know, to try and offer some level of comfort to the people that were dealing with it. Well, you've certainly done that because all your music is it's subtle and it is positive the the energy in there is definitely positive um as we've heard with hard drive now we've got another song which we're going to play right now and it's called no regrets and that's quite apt really from talking about why you wanted to bring this album together and there are certainly no regrets here have a listen you're gonna love this one So 
So I take it Red Rocks is the most inspirational place to be if you want to write songs. You know, it's it's an, it's funny. I've never I've never seen a show there. It's a bucket list thing for me. I, I visited Red Rocks. I was there on the day that there was a show loading in, um, and I got to you know walk through the uh, the, the stadium and, and view this you know beautiful amphitheater that's nestled right in these gorgeous Red Rocks in Colorado. Uh, the acoustics there are amazing. The show uh, environment is amazing. Um, yeah, I was inspired. You know, we were inspired. We were we were really creative that day. We, we were just uh, you know sightseeing when we were out there in Colorado. But um, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a bucket list thing for me to get back there and uh, see a show. You know, at some point I've I've never done it. But um, yeah, we were inspired. I mean, I, I just feel you know the beauty that's there in Colorado and, and especially in the Red Rocks area. If you're not inspired there, you know, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> so what about actually performing on the yeah the stage at Red Rocks? That would be absolutely it, awesome. It would, it would. Uh, you know, and again, it's, you know, we'll see what the see what the future brings. I mean, it's, I remember going through um, a tour of just everybody that's played there, and, and to digress a minute, you know, uh, just everybody from the Beatles to Rush to Dave Matthews Band, Blues Travel, you know, I mean, just all these amazing bands have, have played there and, and put their feet on that stage. So, yeah, it's pretty special. Uh, if you ever get a chance to, to visit, you know, coming into the States or something, it's uh, certainly a place to, to check out. So when did the love of music start for you? For me? Oh, it's just, you know, it's always been there. Yeah, it's always been there. Um, so <laughs> I think I hit the stage seriously, uh, the first time when I was about seven years old, I think. Um, and I had written again, you know, songwriting. Um, I sang a song I played and I had, it didn't have a band. I couldn't really play an instrument or anything. So all I had was a song that I'd written and a tambourine. And I got up and, and the people that, you know, tell the story, um, my, family will tell the story that you know i got out on the stage with no fear and just did what i had to do <laughs> and uh you know that was kind of it but yeah i don't know i mean i've been playing you know my whole life uh started out you know playing drums uh when i was about 12 13 years old uh started playing in bands around the age of about 15 i think i got my first paycheck playing in a band at about that time um, and, you know, played on and off, um, you know, professionally, semi-professionally since then. Um, I did a tour, a, a stint in the U.S. Navy. I was in the Navy Drum and Bugle Corps, uh, played with them a little bit, you know, just did a lot of different things. Um, I've worked with a few Grammy winners, um, played, played some shows with them. And, and so, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just something that's in my blood. I have other, other interests and other things that I'm involved with, you know, in terms of business and, and things like that, but, you know, music is uh, who I am. Well, let's take another break and play that song, which was the first song that um, was written uh, for the album. And it's Ricochet. Let's have a listen to this. I see the light in the distance. I try to draw it near. Every time it gets closer. Yeah, it seems to disappear Oh, I know I'm not a sinner Yeah, I know I'll never be a saint I only wanted to be a part of the game Yeah, yeah When you find the time to
Welcome back um, to New Stars Show. That was Ricochet. What did you think of it? That was an absolute fantastic song. Um, and I have to say, I've been playing this album all day today because um, I just can't seem to get enough of the songs. I'm sure there's uh, many more um, that's being cooked up in the AD 2020 um, household. Now, Todd, um, were any of your family musical? Um, you know, not really. I mean, my father, you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely blue collar all the way. Um, you know, and, and, um, my father, you know, he was, he was a truck driver. And the only thing I could tell you, you know, about him that I remember was, uh, he could play piano. You know, he never took a lesson in his life. I don't know where he practiced. I don't know where he learned to do it, but the man could play the piano and he could play great. He could play like, uh, you know, jazz, boogie-woogie type, you know, things. And, and I don't know where he got that skill or that ability. And it wasn't just, you know, somebody knocking around. The, the man could definitely play. Um, and and so a little bit of that has, has, you know, fallen my side. So I do dabble in, you know, in keyboards and piano a bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Um, that is, uh, you know, as far as, uh, as far as I know, you know, in terms of musicality, I have a couple cousins that, that play and things like that. But, um, now I was not from a, definitely not from a musical family at all. So you've got your gift for music somewhere down the, down the DNA chain. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, but. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you've been blessed with it. That's what's, that's what's yes. happened. Um, so what inspires you? What inspires me? Uh, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, with, with the album and, and I, I'd have to say with, with everything, you know, it, it's just really, um, going out there trying to, trying to spread, um, a good positive message with everything. I mean, I love performing. I love playing live, um, you know, under the right circumstances. Um, I love interacting with people. I love the feedback. I love the energy that you get back from people, especially during a live show. Um, you know, those sorts of things. So that, that inspires me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm inspired, I think, you know, based on, uh, you know, people that have come before me. Um, obviously, you know, other bands, other artists, those, those sorts of things, those sort of sorts of, uh, influences tend to inspire me. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I think the as I've as I've gotten older, um, and and some of the regional touring we did and things like that, you know, it was really um, a big eye opener to me. Um, and you know, those experiences just kind of uh, firmed me up into in the point that you know, I'm always trying to spread some sort of positive message in whatever it is that I do. Do you write a lot of songs that are from? personal experiences yeah i think i i tend to write from that um i tend to write from personal experiences um you know the the songs on the album that that i was had a, had you know hand in, in writing were um undivided uh digital overload and then the uh, the ballad no regrets and yeah i think you know all three of those were based on uh you know personal experiences um, that I had experienced. Um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely, you know, where I come from. I can also write, I also like things that are abstract though too. And, um, you know, sometimes I, I don't have any examples on this album, but you know, there's things I've written in the past that are, you know, uh, abstract or, you know, based in fantasy or something along those lines. Well, we're going to play another song now and it's called finding my faith. Um, and we're talking about, um, personal experiences and heart and sleeves. Finding my faith, where did the idea come for that? I mean, bear in mind, this is all songs during lockdown. Not all about lockdown, but um, Finding My Faith? Yeah, so Finding My Faith is, is one of the tracks that um, Mark had had written all the lyrics for. And, and and so you know the inspiration behind that those lyrics I can't really give you that because that was something Mark had, had uh, worked on, but I can tell you about the track itself and, and kind of how that all came out. Um, it was it was during the summer and I'll never forget I was swimming, <laughs> and uh, my phone rang and I jumped out of the pool because I could see it was it was Dan calling me Dan Reed, 
And uh, I answered the phone, and he was like, dude, I just wrote this great song for you. It's blah, blah, blah. You know, it's called Finding My Faith, and it's sick. It's like, you know, it's got this Emerson, Lake, and Palmer outro thing going on. And, and, and he was just, you know, really excited about the song. And, and I listened, and I was like, wow, you know, it's a great song. And, um, you know, we tweaked it quite a bit. Um, I was working on the... Uh, you know the, my drum parts because that's how that's how the project would be assembled you know i would go into the studio first and track my drums to the basic demos that we did and then we would start to add vocals and things like that and the other instruments so for me to compose drum parts um there was a big gap in the middle and there weren't any guitars or wasn't anything happening and i just thought wow we need something in the middle so Again, you know, tip of the hat to everybody involved. I, I uh, called Ron uh, Bumblefoot Fall, and I said, Ron, I said, I'm starting to work on Finding My Faith, and there's a middle section that we envision a guitar solo being in, but, like, I don't know how to accent against it because I don't know what you're going to be playing and that sort of thing. So he said, don't worry. He said, I'll send you over something in the morning. You'll have something. So the next morning I <laughs> checked my email, and there was this amazing guitar solo, very similar to what's on the record. And, um, you know, he's played with everybody. He's played with Guns N' Roses for, you know, 10 years or so. And, you know, just wow. everybody out there. And and so that was my that was sort of my Guns N' Roses moment on that track for me as a drummer. There's some accents that are in there that, you know, it, it to me it just sort of felt like something that I would hear on a Guns N' Roses record. And... Um, so it was a lot of fun. Um, there was some, for me, you know, there was just, I got to play some really, you know, nice, tasty fills on that. Um, but the, the essence of the song, you know, is just, um, you know, finding faith in humanity. Yeah, and that's, you know, really what it's all about. Well, here it goes. Finding my faith. This is New Stars. Lighting up, lighting up the fire 
welcome back and finding my faith with AD2020 and Todd Tannhauser is with me. Um, so over the years, you've been inspired and influenced by probably many, many bands and artists. Um, but who has influenced you the most over the years? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I just had the conversation last night. Um, I, I was ha- actually had a chance to see Greg Smith play, and, and Greg Smith plays with everybody from Ted Nugent. He's played with Billy Joel. He's played with Alice Cooper, just everybody. And he was doing a uh, Christmas uh, show here in the States. So I was actually on the on the, the bus last night with Greg talking, and that question came up. And, and so I'm already sort of there. I'm ready. I got the... That answer already preloaded, but um, yeah, I mean, for me, number one band always has been, always will be the Beatles, you know. And um, why does everyone say that? Why, why does I everyone just, say the Beatles? Cause... How can you not say it? I mean, just I, I'm, I'm, I mean, this afternoon <laughs> I'm listening to alternate mixes of the Beatles stuff, and I'm hearing, you know, brand new pieces of what made them so brilliant. You know, it's yeah. I mean, number one is the Beatles. Um, I mean, I'm a really big um, Queen fan, um, also. Oh yes, okay, I'm with you there. Yes, also. Uh, yeah. And I'm a huge Rush fan. You know, I'm a drummer. I mean, I'm a huge Rush. Oh my. Carl okay. Palmer, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, another big influence and another big, you know. So yeah, I would say though, you know, my top three are going to be, you know, the Beatles, Queen, Rush. And then it starts to filter, you know, Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith, um, you know, Thin Lizzy, um, Kiss. Another okay. huge, you know, huge influence on me. So I have, a, yeah, I have a lot of influences. I listen to everything. Um, I listen to, you know, Frank Sinatra, uh, Live at the Sands. It was funny. I, oh. Greg had his iPhone out two nights ago and I was like, it came up and he had the album Live at the Sands. I'm like, Greg, I listen to that all the time. We were discussing, you know, little pieces and little nuances on that album. So, yeah, I listen to everything, really. So, out of all the uh, tracks that the Beatles have performed, written and recorded, which one stands out the most for you? Wow, that is almost impossible to answer. I'll try. So again, again, you know, I love, right, I love three, the process. Three, yeah, I, I just love the process of watching a song um, evolve. And you know, I think what really did it for me, you know, to answer that question, I think the thing that really did it for me the most was hearing demos of Strawberry Fields Forever and wow. and listening to John Lennon with an acoustic guitar writing the song, working it out. Um, bare stripped down song just played with his vocal on an acoustic guitar. If it's a good song, it's going to sound great on an acoustic guitar. It's going to sound great on a single on a piano. It's all you need, and from there you can build it. And obviously they did. They built that song out from there and. You got complex key changes and time changes and everything else that they did with it so you know and, and i just like the sur- i like the imagery i like the uh surreal you know storyline behind it you know I, I and also you know i think lennon wore his heart on his sleeve i think there's there's things there that you know he did and uh, he was recalling his childhood and, and things he remembered in his childhood to me it's a beautiful song so yeah i don't know i think you know today i'm gonna say strawberry fields forever is probably my pick oh that's interesting I would say paperback writer for me. Another brilliant uh, one. Yeah, I just listened. Actually, just listened to that a little a couple um, hours ago. A really different alternate mix that I've never heard, and you know the harmonies and everything stood out in a different way. And again, just you know showed me the brilliance behind everything that they did. Let's take a break and play your next song from your um, album, Lockdown Diaries. Um, digital Overload. Uh, we've just been talking about about uh, this uh, this song um, and it's a cracker let's just spin it and uh, let you make up your own mind
welcome back to New Stars Show with myself, Neil Clark, and my guest is Todd Tannhauser from AD 2020. Um, we already said about this that um, are you an artist that writes songs with his um, heart on his sleeve? Which you said yes. How far do you go um, with your heart on your sleeve? It's, I mean, do you say, you know, whatever happens in my life, I'm prepared to write about, or do you draw the line somewhere to say, uh-uh, I'm not writing everything about my life? Yeah, you know, that's a, a really good question here, Neil. Um, so, you know, there are boundaries. I, I'd have to say there are some boundaries and things and, and, and that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, if I, if I, I, like I said, I tend to write factually, um, but I also do like, I do like a bit of abstract, um, and also, you know, their fantasy will also come into the, the types of stuff that I tend to write. But yeah, there are boundaries that I don't think I, that I will cross. Um, but also, you know, the, the thing about all this stuff is, you know, especially with the, the lockdown diary songs, especially, we were writing stuff to offer a bit of comfort to people. Um, we're also writing from the standpoint of, you know, let's not take ourselves too seriously. Let's have a little bit of fun, um, with what we were doing. And, and that's reflected in here as well. And so, you know, the track digital overload, I'll just kind of give you the background on that. We were almost done. We, we had written all the songs and we were down to the last two, uh, to be completed, which were hard drive and digital overload. So those, we were at a point where we knew we wanted to write a song about technology and we kind of went down two paths at the same time mark had hard drive was going down that path and i was going down another path with digital overload and um real quick digital overload was kind of written about my experience with of all things um interfacing my smartphone with my refrigerator our refrigerator had failed i lost the whole you know uh bunch of groceries and all that kind of stuff so i had to run out quickly and buy a buy a new refrigerator and this was again was during the lockdown you know it was it was hard to find stuff and whatever so we ended up buying this new refrigerator and it was smart technology and i found myself (laughs) i said i found myself sitting there with an app trying to pair this thing to a refrigerator so that it could send me an alert to tell me not to drink the spoiled milk essentially and i thought about that and i'm like you know I, I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm a tech guy, and I've been doing it a long time, so, you know, it came pretty quickly to me, but I'm thinking to myself, how many families are, like, messing around with smartphones, and they're, you know, taking all this time away from their families because they're doing what? And what is the outcome? You're going to get an alert on your phone to tell you not to drink spoiled milk. And, and, you know, and, and I'm just like, we, we, have we, have we, do, have we, do we have to rely on a smartphone to tell us everything? Have we regressed to that? You know? So that was my inspiration for the song. And it was kind of a thing of, you know, poking fun at ourselves. And, and that's, and you know, there's, you know, I don't get it. I, you know, like I'm not a gambler. So to me, the idea of betting or waging on a smartphone, I don't get it. It just doesn't resonate with me, you know? To me, it seems silly, you know? You're, you know, so anyway, it was just one of those things. I was looking at different things and different ways that people use uh, technology. Um, and again, poking fun at ourselves really was, was what it was all about. Um, mm. You know, and that, that's kind of where that song came from. Um, we it had this big groovy um, bass line that's in it that um, Dan had written uh, that started the song off. But I also wanted a degree of you know, a little bit of chaos and that sort of thing going on. So the very, uh, the opening of the song opens with some keyboards that were programmed by Derek Sherinian, um, who is in, who was in Dream Theater and is in Sons of Apollo and what actually was in, um, Alice Cooper's band with Greg. And, uh, you know, it's just, again, it's a happy, um, connection here with everybody, you know, being connected loosely by a thread, uh, that, that's brought all this together. But, um, yeah, it, you know, it was a fun song, and um, we had the intro with Derek. Um, and then the middle of it, you know, it kind of goes into, you know, again, drawing from some of our influences. I think you can hear a little bit of maybe Pink Floyd uh, yeah. in, in the song as well. So, yeah, it was a fun song. Well, it seems, to, it seems 
the actual song is rather apt, isn't it? Because obviously, kids of today, they are just attracted to a screen, aren't they? They, they don't know what the outside world really looks like, I don't think, anymore. <laughs> but then, so are us adults, because we walk around. When you walk down the street, how many times um, do you see people on their gadgets? It's... And they wonder why um, we have got problems with our necks now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and go into osteopaths because, you know, we've, we've got crook necks because we've got, you know, I think they call it mobile phone neck now. Because <laughs> <laughs> the way we just look, we're constantly looking down. I'm surprised we haven't had many more fatalities on the road with pedestrians crossing over without even looking. Um, <laughs> it's happening, isn't it? it is. It's still happening. Um, because, yes, we are. We are um, a world of of techno. And, um, yeah. Uh, I. Um... <laughs> so, if you could perform um, with any living artist... Who would it be and why? Wow. Okay. Um, I got to go with Paul McCartney. I got to go with Paul. You know, that would be that would be a dream come true for me. Um, you know, there's many. I mean, I, you know, I listen to a lot of different music. Uh, but, yeah, I'd have to say, you know, if I had that opportunity, absolutely, Paul McCartney. His drummer is phenomenal. Uh, Abe is a, is a phenomenal drummer. But, yeah, if they would give me, you know, Five minutes at the kit to play. <laughs> I would take that opportunity in, in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Wow, there's there's no hesitation there, is there, in your voice? Um, <laughs> let's take another breather because we're coming up. Um, I'm looking at the sands of time right now, and we are coming very close to the end of the show. So let's not waste any more time. And get this next song on. It's called Undivided. There's a fire burning in the street While our world is torn apart People are marching to a beat Broken spirit, broken heart There's talk Does anybody care? United! 
welcome back to New Star Show with Todd Tanhauser with me. If you've uh, missed quite a bit of the show, don't worry. Uh, stick around for the, to the end of the show and I'll give you a link where you can um, hop on over to the podcast site and listen to the interview there. Um, Todd, where can we get your music from? Sure. Um, our website is, is um, ad2020music.com. And on that site, there are links to um, downloads to our songs, uh, videos, just a little bit of everything about the band, anything you want to know about the band and the project. Where do you go from here, then? What can we expect um, in the future? And, are, you know, are we going to get more great songs coming from AD 2020 in the very near future? Yeah, it's a good question. You know, um, we're still trying to feel things out, you know, a little bit. Um, it, it's interesting because everybody has, you know, major um, career bands and, and things that they're all involved with. Obviously, Dan is involved with Dan Reed Network. Um, Greg Smith plays uh, with a lot of different acts, and, including Ted Nugent. Uh, Bumblefoot is involved in, in, in a lot of things going on on his end. So, you know, we're, we're kind of talking about maybe doing a follow-up of some sort, uh, whether it has everybody that's on, on the record now on the subsequent releases. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of in talk about, you know, maybe doing, doing some sort of follow-up things. Um, we are connected and, you know, it's one of those things people ask all the time, you know, are you guys going to go out and play live shows? And, and the answer to that is, is probably not, you know, and, and the reason being, um, one of the main reasons is we're all geographically located in different, different areas. Dan is in Prague, Czechoslovakia. Um, you know, the rest of us are here in the U.S. And, and like I said, everybody has a lot of different full-time obligations. So I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I joke, you know, sometimes and, and just kind of say that we're we're the non-traveling Wilburys. Um, you know, and, and uh, <laughs> that's kind of, yeah. kind of where we're going with that. But um, I think, yeah, there will definitely be music um, from us, some of us together. You know, it's just hard to say. I want to do another album. Um, the biggest, one of the biggest obstacles to doing the doing the follow up release is really just comes down to, you know, it's economics. Um, we produced this as an independent release. Um, we had a major, you know, major major expenditure of money to put all this together, everything from you know, recording time to artwork and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, without having the support of a major label, you know, can we put together a product? that you know meets our expectations and we're going to sign off on it um without going broke you know in the process so that's that's part of it too um i think we're all you know very proud of what we did with the record and um we're we're kind of at a point where you know it's like we're just catching our breath now because it was i know for me it was a busy 18 months or so you know from the onset of the album writing it recording it um and then you know all the all the mixing and mastering that followed, and then we started on the press and and, and just everything. So yeah, it's it's been a you know it's been a, a really um, kind of an exhausting process, but um, that's you know kind of coming to a head. But yeah, we'd like to do another album. Um, you know, if I had to say, I think it'll be something completely different than what we did um, on this one. I think that's just natural. And I think it's, um, where we would go as far as growth, you know? Well, it's been a pleasure having you on my show, Todd. It really has. And, um, please, you know, the door is open, uh, anytime drop on in and, um, keep us up to date with what's going on with, uh, 20 AD 2020. We will. Thank you so much, Neil, for the opportunity. And, you know, Thanks again for um, you know having us and helping us spread the you know word about the album and all live music. I mean everything you're doing, you know, uh, the music community really appreciates your efforts. So thank you so much. You're very welcome, and thank you, um, Todd Tannhauser of AD2020. You and your band are new stars. Um, unfortunately, the sands of time have run out once again. So if you missed any of the show, do not worry. Uh, you can catch up with all of my guests uh, and artists on tinyurl.com forward slash newstarsshow. That stars with a Z. Whew. 
what a show. I'm going to be playing out with the cover version of Why Can't We Be Friends, originally by War. And an apt song to finish on, because if we all took time to appreciate one another, to be considerate and caring, to be respectful, then I think we can all be friends, can't we? Take care, be kind to one another. Join me next time when I'll be talking to another new star, and I wonder who it'll be. So from my very special guest, Todd Tannhauser of AD2020, and myself, Neil Clark. Say goodbye, Todd. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great day. Take care. Goodbye.